Welcome to the Cosmic D Podcast, episode 11. In this episode, we are going to go a bit deeper. We are going to explore human design. This is a world that I'm currently living in, and there's been a lot of activation within my DNA that I want to truly share my awareness and my just things that I've been learning this week, really. This is what the Cosmic D podcast is about, my experience, my, my, my experience in teaching these experiences. So let's first start with what is human design. I have mentioned this a few times and again, I'm learning. So this is where I'm at in my journey. I always want to preference. Um, I don't know it all. I'm always a student, a forever a student. So here we go. Human design is a, number one, you figure out what your human design is off of your birth time. We all came into this planet at an exact moment and the stars and everything were beautifully aligned to imprint your cosmic soul contract for this lifetime. And that is what these, these divination tools are here for, astrology, human design, things of that nature. So if you're interested in this, reach out to me. I can look this up for you, give you some information. Um, but you want the birthplace, birth time, yeah. And it will generate a report and that will let you know what type of design you are. In human design, we have five different designs, projectors, manifestors, generators, manifestion generators, and reflectors. And each of these designs play a critical part in basically the evolvement of human consciousness, of the direction humanity is going. Um, To give some history of this, all of this information um, was literally given to someone, I forget his name, Ra, um, I believe, in like 1987 and just the stream of consciousness and he was fed this intel- was fed this information from the intelligence and he wrote all of this out. So this is where the literature is pulled from. But human design has been around, you know, forever. And the way that it has been explained to me is that when humans were forming, the number one design was manifestors. And manifestors are these, um, is the design where they are very dedicated to the vision of, of something, the, the, the ins and outs of making like for the collective, for the, the vision for the collective, right? Um, and then you have the generators and manifesting generators who have the sacral energy, the vitality, the willpower, the actual energy to do things in the world, to build things. They are, they are builders. They are doers, right? Manifestors have the ideas. They then recruit the generators and manifesting generators to actually do the work, to, to physically make this 3D reality a real thing. So in back in ancient times, kings and queens and whatnot would um, have the vision, kind of recruit like the, I don't lack of a better word, like peasants or, or whatever, to actually make the society come to live, come alive, right? You then have the projectors who are being activated in this current lifetime, right? We live in a 80% generated, generated populated world. So if you do not have that sacral energy and the only two designs that have that sacral energy are generators and manifesting generators. So if you are a manifester, a projector, or a reflector, 
you are going to struggle in this life without this knowledge. I'm sure you already are aware that things don't really feel right. I've gone through my whole life feeling like I'm always tired when I'm working. Like, why? Why am I so exhausted from doing what I can see? Not a whole lot, right? It's because I don't have as a projector that sacral energy. I don't have that life force energy of my own. It's open. It's an open area. So I'm able to pick up on that from different people in different environments. Manifestors, the same thing, projectors and reflectors, but we don't have that energy constant. So it's very important for non-sacral beings to rest. And we live in a society that is programmed with all of the generators to go, 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 do, 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 where we get conditioned to think like, I'm a horrible piece of shit if I'm not doing something all the time, right? So manifestors, generators, projectors are put on this earth in this now time to balance out this feminine energy. We were so in our masculine doing and moving and building that the feminine energy, and we all have both a masculine and a feminine energy. This is not dependent on whether you're a male or a female. Every being on this planet has these two um these two energies. So we are coming more into alignment with the feminine energy. I can see it that again this is my personal perspective that covid again was here to slow us down for us to realize for these projectors to come more online to be like hey this feels good wow I've rested like that's that's my perspective that's been my experience where I have felt really good these last 2 years just slowing down. So right now, these projectors are put on this earth to guide the energy in this new direction, to remember that we are not separate from anything. Generators have been conditioned. Well, I shouldn't say conditioned. Generators are, are here and they exist because they have all of this vitality, all of their own life force energy to think that they are separate from one another when really we are an entire collective consciousness all operating on the same frequency, the same heartbeat, the same frequency as Pachimama. We survive off of earth, Mama Gaia, right? So generators, we've been in this world for so long to think that we are so separate and we see this playing out so much right now in the polarity of me versus you, you versus I, right? And it can't go on anymore. It's not going on anymore. It's it's crumbling. I've said this multiple times. The world is just crumbling how we know it. And, you know, as scary as it is, I'm, I'm here to kind of give some comfort that it is supposed to be happening because of what I've learned and what I've read these past two years around this shift that we are going in 2027. Things need to break down before they can be rebuilt and, and, and built back up. So as a non-sacral being as a projector, like I was saying, we are here to remind humanity, we are here to decondition ourselves from believing that we are separate, number one. Number two, to embody this frequency of wholeness, oneness, each other. We are not separate. And that vibration and that embodiment of its own is what is going to help humanity. Being a projector, I have heard this quite a few times where like, wow, do you're so calm, the wisdom, all the things, right? And it's just because I have an open sacral and the divine intelligence can easily communicate through that open center for me to hear those insights that I should be directing to whoever I am guiding, right? 
There's a caveat where I obviously cannot give my advice unless I am invited into the conversation, unless I am invited to give my perspective because it falls on deaf ears and being a projector, if you are a projector, you know this, we get very bitter. There is nothing nothing worse than being a projector and you getting all of this information, all of this, this guidance, all of this very high level intelligence for someone or something around you. And because that person isn't inviting you into the conversation, you really, I mean, you can say whatever you want to say, but there is definitely a kickback when you say what you want to say and you are not invited in the conversation. You feel very bitter. You feel resentful. You're like, what the hell? Why don't these people like see what I see? It's so obvious, but everyone learns on their own, right? So as a projector, that's what I do. That's why we were brought on this earth. We are here um, to, again, guide the energy back to, to oneness. And then you have the reflectors. Now, the reflectors I find fascinating. Um, there are about 2% of the population. Manifestors are, I think I want to say, like between 8 and 10% of the population. They are, they are kind of phasing out. We still live in a 80% generated world. And then we have about 20% projectors here on Earth. And you have about 2%. Again, I'm just reading the numbers from different literatures that I have um, read. I don't even know if that adds up to 100, to be quite honest. But you catch my drift. Um, but reflectors are very, very rare. Um, they are completely open. They are 100% open. All of their, their um, centers are open. And when you have open centers in human design, this is when you absorb your environment. You absorb your, the people you're around and you amplify it. So they are really, really good at feeling their environment. They absorb their environment. Teal Swan is a reflector. If you've ever followed her or know her work, she does a lot of conferences. I did one of her, I volunteered and recorded actually one of her conferences. And it was in, in a very amazing experience to see what she does and how she takes these these almost like temperature readings of the rooms. And because we are all one frequency, we are all one consciousness, you're all, you, you all migrate, we, we all migrate to a specific area because of that frequency, because of that vibration. If I need bananas and you need bananas, bananas are found in Publix more than likely. We are on that frequency. We, we go to that, that, that vibration. So... I just found it fascinating with Teal Swan's um, workshops where all of the people obviously migrated to this workshop because we all had something in common and she pulls out those threads. She pulls out those consciousnesses and embodies it, reflects it back. And you're able to kind of, you're able to see it and be like, oh shit, that is, that is what I'm doing. That's, you, you can't not look at it at this point. So it's a very, very it's an, I think I find it fascinating and amazing, but it's, it can be very difficult and trying at times to literally be reflected back in human form with what you are doing. I almost feel like as humanity progresses and uh, I'll be in, you know, in a different lifetime at this point, but reflectors will be brought online more. I just, I find it all so fascinating. So that is in a nutshell what human design is. There's different profile lines and we can, it's, it's so vast. It's so vast. I'm literally giving you like the teeny tip of the iceberg. So if you are interested, reach out. I can educate you more. We can dive down into your human design. Um, it's just a fascinating, fascinating tool that I use to better myself. 
the reason why I bring this up is this theme that I have been feeling this last week, and I think it's a beautiful theme, and I think it's one of the reasons why I've been put on this earth plane. And it is the inclusivity of love. Previously, I just stated that we live in a very heavy generated world and generators view themselves as separate because, again, they have that life force energy and because they have the ability to do all the things. But it was really brought to my attention in this training how uh, how much I've changed these last three years around viewing anything outside of me as one within me, aka the inclusivity of love. And using this, the way that I've been able to conceptualize it and the way that my brain is working it through is like, if you see a tree or a rock or a rose, that is you. You are, you are that. It's as above, so below. We are all one. We are all oneness, right? And it's using the, the life and reflecting it back and seeing yourself and loving it because you love yourself. You don't love, I don't love the rose because it's separate from me. I love the rose because it is me, because it is part of me, because it's, it's life and I am life and we are all perfectly divinely orchestrated in this experience divinely. And I can see that. And because I see it as myself, it, uh, it, I see it as myself. I myself am divine. It really is this constant mirror about how perfect and how, how amazing we all are. The, the inclusivity of what this makes me feel, right? I've been realizing this in a lot of my relationships. I can't say that I'm 100% there, but I've definitely been walking on a staircase of some sort the last two years, most certainly around my personal romantic relationships and how I see them and how if I reflect back into, you know, people I've dated in end of 19, 2020, and seeing how they were kind of teaching me different things about myself, but still seeing them as separate from me. Still not really having that inclusivity of love and um, full open heartness of of receiving it all, right? There, there's still a lot of ego. There was still this like, well, this stings. Why are you triggering me? This, you're wrong. Like my ego would kind of buff up, like, you know, puff its chest up. But I'm at a point now where I can see the relationships that I'm in now as me. It is me. It is a infinity symbol. That's what I always see around the people that I love. And I can see the divine intelligence working through their body. And it's basically asking me how to maybe love myself more, um, how to meet my own needs, how to know that I'm, I'm, I, I can exist independent of the person because I am part of a bigger creation, a bigger uh, intelligence, right? I identify more with that than the person that's in front of me. And I see the person in front of me also as the higher intelligence. There is really no more ego, I guess, at least in my 
where I've been doing my work and my, my uh, evolution, my progression. Um, and it's been really amazing to kind of see all of this and to feel really that I'm here to remind you that you are part of something way bigger than your neighbor or your mailman or the president or whatever, like, or the government, right? There's something way bigger than all of that. And projectors have been put on this earth plane to remind humanity of that, to come back to themselves, to come back to this body, to come back to, you know, the creator, the creator works through us to have their experience. We have so much gratitude and love to give to the creator. And we have forgotten that. We have totally forgotten that. And I'm guilty of it as well. I'm just now coming back into this power. So if this is kind of clicking some buttons, number one, don't, don't be hard on yourself because you've been conditioned to believe this your whole life. You're literally right on schedule. Humanity and, and the times and the changes as we progress to 2027, you are going to see and feel this connectivity and this oneness more and more where you're not going to be able to ignore it. You're, you're really not. It's going to be a beautiful transition. Um, there will be some bumps, clearly, because there's bumps in every road. But it just, it really excites me and it really just anchors my mission on what I need to do for the creator, for the intelligence, you know pushing my ego to the side and literally just being of service to this intelligence and however it wants to work its way through me, whether it be dance, whether it be art, whether it be making this podcast and just using my voice, I am aware enough to now put my ego at bay and allow this all to just flow through me in every now and then. So if this podcast kind of made some hair stand up on your arms, please reach out to me. I would love to connect. I would love to talk. I would love to know where you're at on your journey. I'm available on Instagram at underscore Cosmic D. You can email me at CosmicD01 at Gmail. And I look forward to speaking with you in the next episode.